Is your business stuck in one spot struggling to grow? Our eight-week ProFit Business Accelerator at winninggym.com slash grow has your back. Sign up now for easy wins, no more struggle, just straight growth. You've got this. Now let's head on back to the show. You are listening to the Built to Grow podcast. All right. Welcome back to the Built to Grow podcast. I'm your host, Tim Lyons in studio, joined as always by Randy Angston. What's up, dude? Good day. <laughs> Got to change it up, baby. It was a like mid-sip trying not to laugh, send you know it out my nose. You know better than that. But yeah, exactly. Worst timing ever. <sighs> <laughs> Quick announcement, y'all. We've got the Nashville Grow Summit on the books, October 15th and 16th. Get your tickets immediately at winninggym.com slash Nashville. You'll check out the speakers. We've got some amazing speakers, uh, a myriad of topics, all for gym owners, uh, making that 250 k a year or more. Yep. Um, a lot of great fun breakouts and, and just a great learning and networking experience for everybody. Can't wait. Can't wait. Grab your tickets, though. As always, we do a tiered pricing. So as we get through those tickets and time goes on, it gets closer to the date, that price goes up. Correct. Yeah. No no benefit in waiting. If you're, if you're thinking and if you're on the fence, go ahead and jump in. Uh, my guarantee to everybody that buys a ticket, if you come to the Growth Summit, and you don't feel like you got any value. In fact, if you don't feel like you got five times the value of the ticket price, email me, refund was coming your way. No questions asked. We're so confident you're, you're gonna enjoy this. You're gonna get some benefit. At least a minimum of five times your investment of the ticket. I mean, there's probably 20 times sure. easily. So, uh, you know, winninggym.com slash Nashville. Grab your tickets now. So. Episode today, everybody, is going to be uh, a part of what we learned, more or less, from Todd Brown, our guest speaker at the the uh, Iron Circle Experience in Florida. Uh, for those of you that know, don't know Todd, Todd's, uh, you know, runs a company called um, Mar- <laughs> Funnel, MFA, Marketing Funnel Automation, MFA. And... Um, I mean, I'm also a member of his top one mastermind. This is his high level uh, business uh, mastermind that, you know, we, we meet again four times a year with him. And we've been working with Todd for years and years. And, yeah. you know, he's got the E5 method. He's got some great books. If you haven't checked them out, go do that um, after this episode. And we'll put some links yeah, in for put, Todd. Yeah, yeah E5, E5 method. Uh, one of his claims to fame uh, is, you know, it's marketing, it's messaging, it's 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 how to market, what to say, um, all the tactics, tricks, psychology, you know, anything goes with with uh, marketing. It's all digital marketing with him. Uh, he, you know, his E five course is all about never have a zero sales day again. Yeah, always make sales every single day, and uh, you know his, his methods are tried and true. He's consulted with some of the best. Some people hire him uh, that you very well known in this industry. But the point is, uh, he came and spoke to us. You know, on a on a level where gym owners would understand. You know, he you know one of the the first pro- probably the first several hours of the day was all about. Um, how much you should be willing to spend yeah, on marketing. Yeah, that's so, a, It's such a big topic in this industry. How much you should be willing to spend on marketing. And so he, he went around, you know, after he spoke about a little bit, what's your marketing budget? What's your marketing budget? What's your marketing budget? And really the answer is you should not have any budget because of the way you market should be 
a return on investment. And you hear that a lot with especially marketers and agencies that want you to spend money. They say, hey, you know, marketing is not an expense, it's an investment. But the answer is the whole point of marketing is to multiply capital. You put a dollar in, you get a dollar fifty back. You Absolutely. Put a, you put a dollar in, you get five dollars back. Um, it's just the length of time it's going to take you to get that money back. One more thing there too: the type of marketing, direct response marketing, where we can actually see, you know, dollar comes in. We can track the data. I just want to be clear on that because we're not talking, you know, print where there isn't necessarily a one to one correlation. That if you're not doing that well, marketing could be an expense in that direction. Yeah, actually, but, let's step. Yeah, <laughs> let's take a half step back. Two types of marketing, direct response marketing and what he calls branding and institutionalized marketing. Um, easiest way to explain uh, direct response marketing is that you can track or you're at, you're, you're asking somebody to make, you know, to making an offer call yep. to action within within the the advertisement itself, whereas branding, institutional marketing and advertising is the billboard on Coca-Cola billboard on the side of the road. And it's more it's more top of mind, right? It, it, the way that I think about it, um, like a little bit deeper there is, you know, Coca-Cola, when they advertise, it's typically not buy this for this price. Mm -hmm. It's eliciting a feeling, the emotion side, right? So that um, like the one analogy I like to use is, or the example I like to use is, like Christmas time or the holiday season, they have the bears. You know what I mean? They're drinking Coca-Cola and they're having a great time. And you hear the, but you don't, you know, they're not actually pitching a, go to the gas station, pick up a, a two ninety nine. It's, it's more about uh, the long play in a way, but bringing it so that when you as the consumer are ready to buy, Coca-Cola is the place you go. You know what I mean? Yeah. Good point about the feeling that you get, but, but really, the, the point of what he was telling us was if you can't track your return on investment from your marketing efforts, you should not do it. Let that sink in for a second. If you can't track whether or not your marketing's giving you a return on investment, you shouldn't do it. None of us listening to this podcast are big enough to f blow uh you know, branding on a billboard out, you know what I mean? To just throw it out there and not know if, if that person if came paid, in yeah. today because they saw the billboard or there was some other reason they came in with direct response, specifically digital direct response, mm -hmm. because if we're really being honest, you can have direct response marketing in a flyer. Absolutely. But we digital QR codes, things like that. Digital direct response marketing where, I can track that dollar spent all the way through the point of return, right? So so I can say I, I spent this dollar, it got this click, I got this lead from that dollar, that person booked an appointment from that dollar, and this person came in and signed up from that dollar. Yeah. Attention gym owners, are you ready to take your business to the next level? Join our exclusive Facebook group, Profit Accelerator, and unlock the potential to scale your gym to $30,000 a month and beyond. In the Profit Accelerator group, we're going to focus solely on helping gym owners just like you win. We offer regular training sessions and share our best proven strategies to boost your business. Join us now by searching for Profit Accelerator on Facebook. Be part of a community that's all about success and growth, the Profit Accelerator, where gym owners thrive. All right, now let's get back to the show. That's that was the point we're trying to make. It's like if you can't track it all the way through, you shouldn't do it. And and I we've been believers of this from day one. We've known this, but it was good to hear it from, you know, in a different tone, a different way. 
But what really came was really eye-opening was what he calls the level of aggression. Yeah. And the level of aggression when it comes to how much you're willing to spend and get a return on each dollar of your marketing. So let's let's kind of go top top down. Marketing level one, lowest levels level of aggression, where for every dollar spent, you need some number greater than a dollar in return. What I mean by that is if you have a product that's a hundred dollars, you will not be you won't be willing to spend a hundred dollars to buy any any number less than a hundred dollars to acquire the cost the client because if you spent $90 and you got $100 back, you got a $10 profit. And that's the lowest level. And if you think about retailers and any, you know, even e-commerce where there's a cost of goods sold, yeah. they have to almost, sometimes there's what's called loss leaders where you would market and sell something for cheaper than it would cost to acquire because you know that they're going to be there and buying other things in the store. Yeah. Think about Costco and their rotisserie chickens and, and pumpkin pies. Those those are a loss leader. Absolutely. But the point is- But you're spending $350 regardless. That's, that's yeah. the point, yeah. right? So, so really, again, back to level one. Let's just take, for example, you have a product that is $100 at the point of sale. Maybe it's $100 a month and you get the $100 that first month. Level one says you won't spend anything- above 100 yep in fact anything above 99 okay so you you will not you have to turn the profit on the front end yeah yeah you have to turn the profit on the front end and many gyms live in level one yeah very little aggression they don't uh they're not willing to to break even or go negative on making the cost of acquisition because they want to profit on every single uh transaction made okay and the the analogy was if you were going to buy a house, okay, for a million dollars, the house was listed for a million dollars and, and, uh, you know, buyer one was said, I will buy this for a million dollars and buyer two comes and says, I will be, I'd be willing to buy this for $1.5 million. Whoever's willing to spend the most to acquire, right? The asset. The asset is mm-hmm. going to win. And you've heard that analogy all the time, like, but, but really what does it mean? Well, Level two and level three will explain that. So if level one is you won't, you will, you're not willing to spend any more than what the product you get your return on is you're a level one. You won't, you won't be willing to spend more. Level two is you'd be willing to break even on your marketing against what you get your return on investment. So CPA stands for cost per acquisition. Um, AOV, which is uh, average order value, mm-hmm. is uh, you know the the revenue that you make from the sale, the initial sale, the initial sale, the point of sale. If they're equal, and you're willing to break even and not make any money or lose any money on that initial acquisition, then you're a level two. Okay. Some gyms don't even know what level they are. Right? Absolutely. They're just spending money and hoping for the best. Now, the point is we want you to start tracking like how much am I, how much is my cost per acquisition? Because at the end of the day, I think that's the real number that needs to be, be talked about. It's not cost per lead, not cost per click. It's, oh, not, co- it's not cost per appointment. It's <clears throat> cost per acquisition. And what it means by acquisition means uh, the customer. You got a buyer. Somebody gave you money. You have a customer. In marketing should be all about acquiring customers. Yeah. Am I wrong? Well, that was one of the things, that's what Todd said. He goes, we're in business. Our business is the acquisition of clients. 
yep. acquisition of assets is what, the way that he framed it. And mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, it's the idea of buying customers. It's the, yeah, absolutely. And that is exactly what we all need, how we all need to think about the business side of it. Yep. So level two is break even. And then level three is if my cost per acquisition is higher than my AOV, which is average order value. So you'd be willing to spend more than $100 to acquire a customer that's only worth $100 on day one. Who's willing to do that? And, you know, most of the hands went kind of down at that yeah. point, right? Yeah, there's like, not a lot there. That didn't sound like it made sense, right? So it doesn't, yeah, it didn't, it didn't sound like it made sense. But my always, my rule, and I have lots of talks on this particular subject, mm-hmm. is obviously you want to acquire a customer as cheap as possible, obviously. But you should be willing to spend, in what I say, up to three months of dues, if you will, because in the gym business, you, you get dues every month. Let's just say your dues are $100. You should... You should have, well, I can't say you should. I mean, I do. Yeah. But you, I mean, if you think about what your value of a customer is over the long term, and this makes a lot more sense, but I say, hey, if you get your money back in full in the the next three months, that's, that's okay with me. What are the deciding factors on that though? Because you know, the numbers that are supported by that is why you're willing to spend up to three months. That's the the kicker. Exactly. So the bigger question is what is a customer worth to your business? There you go. Okay. And it's in, it's actually in several of my talk. I think it's actually in the book. We talk about the gold bar. Mm-hmm. Okay. The gold bar, the easiest way to explain, um, I guess, cost per acquisition against, you know, lifetime value is if somebody were to walk up to you with a $3,000 piece of gold, and that's not even that big today. That's maybe like two ounces, <laughs> not even two <laughs> yeah. ounces. Uh, you can't even say bar of gold because that's to be like hundred grand, yeah. right? So let's just say a coin <laughs> that's worth three thousand um, dollars. How much would you be willing to spend to buy that? Okay, it's an asset. We all agree, gold is an asset. It has a value um, that holds a test of time. Um, would you be willing to spend a hundred dollars to buy a three thousand dollar? Yes. Would you be willing to spend five hundred dollars to yes. buy a three thousand dollar? Okay, so that's level one. Would you be willing to spend $3,000 to get the $3,000 back? Yeah. Maybe. I mean, if I wanted the gold. Yep. Um, but what if you knew that piece of gold would increase in value over time, right? Like your long-term client mm-hmm. lifetime value. Then make, buying it for break-even makes a lot of sense. Now, how much are you willing to go negative in order to purchase that bar of gold. And so that that all depends on how much you think you can get out of that bar of gold yep. into the future. And so the first thing you got to kind of understand is bringing your all your numbers down to reality and understanding over time how much is a client worth. A client is an asset that pays you money every month but over a lifetime yep. that they're there. So what you have to understand is like if you don't have very good retention and people only stay with you six months and your average membership's a hundred bucks, well, your lifetime value is going to be $600. You can't spend a whole lot of money <clears throat> to buy that to customer. Those clients, no. I mean, you just can't. I mean, you could spend $600 and you would break even. You wouldn't make any money nope. in your life. And that's not really a good business model. But what if you can increase the lifetime value of your customer? Well, if that customer stays with you longer or they pay more or they buy more often, that value goes up. 
you can spend more to acquire them. Yeah. And that's where the competition against, you know, you versus your competition. If you know your clients are worth way more than the guy that only has a $600 lifetime value, yours is worth $6,000. Well, you can outspend them that's the and thing. blow them out of the water. And so that, that sets the stage for, um, you know, semi-private versus boot camp versus team training. You know, there's there's plenty of gyms in your area that have really low price points. Yeah. But guess what? If you if you have a bigger lifetime value, and you understand that you should be willing to buy, and you, you can spend outspend them to acquire the customer, then you're going to beat them every single time in the marketplace. And that's the thing: the he who spends the most wins. You know, more often than not. Analogy, yeah. yeah. And so what what really was kind of interesting to see the light bulbs go on was like, oh wow. I never thought about it that way. I always just had a flat 20% of gross revenue marketing budget. And even if I was getting clients, I wouldn't spend any more yep. or less. Sometimes they would spend less. A lot. Because like, oh, well, we're doing all right. We don't need to spend that much. Mm-hmm. Um, had a great call with with uh, Ryan and Iron Circle yep. yesterday. And we wouldn't have known the answer to his question without his impeccable data that he's broken down every single day, every, how much he spends, how many get, how many leads, how many appointments, how many closes, whatever he closes worth. Boom. The point is he was making his money back. He was a level one and he, he didn't even realize it. Meaning not that he wasn't willing to spend more, but he just was had a flat rate and he was getting a return on his investment in month one. So we were pressing the gas yeah. and he's going to keep spending. I mean, he can he can even go to level two and keep spending even till he's a level three because his clients are worth a lot of money. He has it there. But now the eyeballs are open and, you know, here's a four thousand dollar budget going quickly to nine, ten thousand because he's putting nine, ten thousand dollars out in marketing. And in month one, he's getting nine, ten thousand dollars back in his bank account. And he's got a pile of clients yep. with it. That are going to pay him over for, time. Yeah, exactly. How many more months? And so it's so simple, but sometimes if you don't think about it as a business, you're always looking at the cash flow and you don't have, I mean, you don't have the marketing, you know, know how to look at it. It's a little bit different. You you sometimes don't realize you have a home run and, and you're kind of leaving it on the table. Yeah. There's a couple of things that are basically required in order to make that happen. You have to know your numbers, obviously. And that's a big thing. You have to understand what those numbers are. Every one of those points of conversion, you know, from the second the lead is generated all the way through to that point of sale and beyond. Mm -hmm. And then from there, the law of averages uh, all the time when we're talking about um, lifetime value of clients or when clients submit their lifetime value, they're not sure how to calculate that because, oh, I've got, uh, you know, I've got three different options for my team training or or my semi-private training. You know, I don't know what my lifetime value is well you take the average because there's never the guy who comes you know a month in he's out mm-hmm. or the guy that's been there since you opened and he's going to be there forever it's somewhere in the middle so that's the numbers you have to use when figuring some of these things out yep that's that's absolutely true because that, that did come up was like well how do i know so you got to know how much your client's worth yep you have to know how much you get in, you know return in month one you have to know how much you're spending on your marketing and you have to be able to know that that marketing generated that sale because you can be doing a bunch of marketing, 10 grand, 20 grand yeah. of marketing, doing direct mail and all these other things that you don't know where these people are coming from. 
that you don't know which one to turn on and turn off. And that's what it's about. <clears throat> this is the ability to hit the gas in your marketing, not sit around wondering. This is where you have power. Mm-hmm. And that's that's why we've you know been so such um, big proponents for it forever. We're bullish. Absolutely. We're yeah, bullish. that's a good way of putting it. Yep. We're bullish on, on winning marketing campaigns. Yes, press the gas. So another thing to always realize is marketing campaigns that win and win big don't happen all the time. You can get them to happen multiple times, but like when you have a winner, take advantage of that because it's hard enough to get clients, as we know, in this market. But if you have something that's winning, Press the gas. That's our motto. Press the damn gas. (laughs) We talk about momentum and action, and yeah. And so, what I mean, what are we doing by marketing? We're we're, you're in direct competition with all the other competitors in your market, going after the same people. Mm -hmm. And competitors don't doesn't have to be the gym across the street. It could be an online trainer. So if you're all pushing your ads out to the same you know pool of people. doesn't it make sense to have them in your business rather than your competitors? So if you know and understand the math that comes down to what your aggression is and what these clients are worth and when you get a return on your marketing spend and all this other stuff, and your only goal in life is to get those people out of the market and into your business, then then you can feel comfortable about being a little bit more aggressive. Okay. So I don't know. That, that hit home for a lot of people, but this is, you know, it's something we've talked to a lot of our clients about, and a lot of our clients were in that room. And it, and it took hearing it from Todd for them to understand. So yeah, I mean, for it to really click. Yeah. And, well, it's probably because he spent four hours <laughs> on it going <laughs> yeah, through different it, yeah. scenarios. So, I mean, it's a lot different than trying to tell somebody in 10 minutes or on a 15-minute podcast. But, I mean, it makes a lot of sense. And for, for those of you out there that are marketing, the first thing you got to do is make sure you're tracking everything. And mm-hmm. so if you have an agency, they need to be giving you reporting. You need to have pixels. You need to be able to understand like this click generated that revenue all the way from the click to the membership sign up at your gym. There you go. Okay, cool. Hopefully that helps. If you guys need help with anything, book a call, pfmarketingsolutions.com slash call. Got a couple options for you there. Um, and also a catch-all option, right? If you yeah. don't- if Yeah, you if don't, you're not sure, absolutely. Yeah, just pick pick that one as well. So hopefully that made sense for you guys. Keep marketing, press the gas, <laughs> know your numbers, understand your level of aggression. What's your return on investment? It's all what it is. It's a big investment, guys. Keep marketing, keep changing lives. We'll see you on the next show. Bye. All right. Thanks for listening to the Built to Grow podcast. Hopefully you got some great information from that last episode. And while you're at it, for your chance to win a $500 Amazon gift card, we are doing a State of the Union survey. It will only take you three minutes. That's why we made the URL winninggym.com slash three minutes. Uh, Looking to get about a thousand responses. And when we do get those responses, we're going to host a webinar and uh, show you who won the gift card. So when you get a chance, please head over to winninggym.com slash three minutes and we'll see you on the next show.